Hi, everyone, and warmly welcome to our podcast, An Inclusive Labour Market, with us at Mitt Liv, and our role models that will join us for talks about diversity and inclusion. And the purpose of this interview series is to get behind the scenes and learn more about diversion, diversity and inclusion out from a CEO perspective. So you will have the chance to meet some amazing CEOs in some of the largest companies and get their view on why DNI and how walk the talk. But for you who doesn't know much about us, we have been around with Nidlis since we founded it 2008. And our vision is to work for an inclusive society and a labor market that values diversity. And if you want to learn more about us, you can visit our homepage, mitliv.com. But the most important today, we have the big honor uh, to have a true role model joining us for this conversation, who knows a lot about uh, diversity and inclusion, we hope, hope, (laughs) for a company and also great leadership as CEO for Duny Group. So warmly welcome, Robert Dackeskog. Thank you, Sylvia. Great How are you today? Yeah, I'm great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good morning. Yeah. Yeah. New funny. year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> new oh, year. Yeah. New yeah. chapter. New chapter. Yeah. 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 But Absolutely. since we have been working together for a while now, it always hits me that you are so positive and high on energy, Robert. How do you do that? Have you has has it always been like that? Uh, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 just me. I think. Uh, but I think in general, I've always been quite yeah positive view of the world. I think, and I don't. I don't think I have any really bad days. I think everything is relative in a way. So if you put things in a perspective, I think yeah, yeah, I'm quite fortunate, and I think we who yeah live in Sweden are quite fortunate. So I don't think it's so much to dwell about in a way and and uh, focus on the future in a way. So I think yeah. that's a little bit to me. I think and yeah. That's so inspiring. But does that help you, you think, uh, even more through big challenges to have yeah, a positive I think, Yeah, I think so. I, I think I, sometimes maybe it's uh, you put things too easy, maybe in a way it's not so important, maybe, but I think it's good to have that mindset that, yeah, it, everything is relative in a way. There are yeah things that are tougher in a way. And if, yeah, uh, yeah, and it's always someone else in a way who has a tougher time. And I think mm. And I think this topic and Mitliv put things in perspective. Yeah, I have a mentor, a mentee now in, in, in Mitliv who is from Ukraine. So that puts mm-hmm. things in a, definitely in a different perspective every day. So uh, it does. Uh, so I think that's important to think around that, that, uh, yeah, don't, uh, yeah, there's yeah. no bad days actually. Yeah. No, that's, that's lovely. And it's so important to, to put things in, in its perspectives. Yeah. And, but I, I'm really curious about what, are the big milestones in life that brought you to Duny Group and why are you where you are today you think as as CEO or leader for for Duny Group yeah that's a it's a hard question but I think I mean for me I think people is probably the main thing I think who you in a way yeah surround you with and and talk to and integrate and and, uh, interact with new people and so on i think that has been an important part and being a bit uh, yeah open to new uh, new things just jump on things sometimes um yeah uh, and 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 of course faith is a big part as well i i mean i came um, down from gothenburg to scorn and thought i would be there for maybe a year or two and then i'm still here in scorn and then yeah so I think faith is also, of course, one part. But I think people in general is probably the main thing that you surround you 
And I think there's a saying, you know, it shows your manager in a way. I think that's something I lived by in a way. It's good to think also mentally around that, that actually, and also that I have, I think I have pretty strong values in certain areas and I have an integrity and I, I take a stand. And if yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, feel that these are the values, I do something else in life. Um, mm. I think that has brought me to where I am today, I think. Yeah. But what is important, what has been important for you with with uh, your manager, what kind of behaviors or values? Yeah, I think uh, openness and fairness. And I think that uh, I probably will answer that. Uh, I will talk about what's my values in a way, but I think that's, that's key for me. And mm. also have maybe a long, long-term thinking of, of where, mm. where do we want to go and not just short-term. So I think that's, uh, that's important for me. Mm. So is any of those one of your most important values or what is your most important value as a leader? Yeah, I think it's always hard. You, you probably have a lot of them, but I think for me, fairness is a quite important one and to be fair. And I think that's uh, both good or bad for me because it triggers me when, when also <laughs> sometimes when it's mm -hmm. not, of course, but that drives me a lot, I think, in that way. Mm -hmm. And um and I think, um, yeah, that's maybe the, the mm. main one. But of course, I think with fairness, it comes a lot, I think, to, to transparency. It comes with mm. engagement and passion and everything. And of course, mm. passion is also an important value for me, uh, that, which has brought me maybe uh, where I am and, and how I, I, um, I, I behave and talk to people in general. But you can really, I mean, feel that with you. Uh, yeah. And But I'm also curious, how do you link diversity and inclusion to your path or to your choices uh, in life? Why is that so important for you? And yeah, where does that come from? Yeah, I think it's, in a way it's basics and, and, and it, it should be like a natural behavior in a way to, to, yeah, to be fair in a way and then include other people and be open to new things. I think that links it to the I, I think. And it should be a natural behavior for me that, that according to my values, then of course, other people can have other values in the world as we, as we know, yeah. but, but uh, I think that's maybe it, it should be a natural behavior, I think, to include others and uh, mm. yeah, be open to new things and, and uh, meet new other people and so on and, and think that um, yeah, diversity then actually is a real opportunity for, for everyone and, and drives uh, the world forward in a way. Mm. But there are so many buzzwords and, and many I meet are still very skeptical about what do you really mean with diversity and inclusion and where are the gaps and how do we really make this happen? But if you, if you, would you like to share some about Duny Group's like vision around diversity and inclusion and the reality today and where, where are the big gaps and how do we make progress at yeah. Duny Group? I think it's hard, you know, when you get these questions away, it's easy yeah. to get a lot of buzzwords in a way and, and on high level. But I think it's going back to be, yeah, it's 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 basic in a way to be this, be fair, fairness uh, in life. And I think, um, um, yeah, I think I think it, for me, if you take that, I actually been a football coach for my daughter's football team for seven years. And I think what drew me there was this fairness part in a way for yeah, my, she, she's, uh, yeah, uh, women in football has been maybe meeting a lot of uh, uh, skepticism sometimes and you actually, I, I met a lot of bad stuff during those years and that, that has driven me and I think that's 
also for a company like Duni, fairness is is the most important thing. Uh, but in the long term, I think for us also uh, to survive as a company in the next hundred years or whatever, we need to have the right competences in the company, uh, the right uh, things for the future. And uh, there, I think we need new networks and everything. So I think uh, here uh, we have been on a path, I think, and all companies are probably find new networks to, to, to actually be able to find new competences and, and, and use the abilities in the world. And I think it's that's one of the things now that is really hard actually to find yeah, the right competences in the in the company. So we need to open up more. We need to, to find new ways. And I think companies has a huge, huge um, yeah, part in this. It can't just be the politicians or, or the governments that drives this. I think the companies has a much bigger part in this to find the right um, and, and um, yeah, competencies and also mm. that, uh, yeah, uh, help help people who, who for example comes to sweden how do they get into the to the work the network in mm. sweden how do you get a job even if you have a fantastic cv for example i think that and that's what's great with mitleave i think that's one of the part we used in Dubni that we work with you and got a lot of help there so that's that's a one big thing mm. and what what has been your biggest insights as a mentor i have to ask yeah, that's been a, a lot of insights. I think yeah. that that was really fantastic, actually. And I've been mentor for three three persons now, and, and very different as well. So that's also good to maybe not just be have been one person. Um, and um, but that has been really opened up a lot of things. I I think I was astonished in a way when you have people that have a fantastic history, they have competencies, experiences, everything, and they have a really hard time actually just to navigate into the mm. system in Sweden, how to get into jobs and everything. And that has been a really eye opener and really question how we work as a company, how I see things, how do I, yeah, how do we recruit? I think that mm. where it comes to in a way, what kind of process do we use and so on. So I think that has been a very uh, yeah, huge learning for me, definitely. Yeah. And how important do you think it is as CEO to send those signals uh, of the importance of diversity and inclusion as think, a role model? Yeah, I think it's really important. And I think, I mean, I think one, one thing I do it for myself as well. I think it's it's really developing me and, and really interesting. And I think it's fun and, and, and it gives me a lot of energy as well in this. But I think it's important that, the, of course, the CEO in a company stands here and, mm. and shows where to go in a way and, and so on and what's the right values. And I need to do the, of course, yeah, do the right things in that sense and show that uh, I, I mean what we say in a way. And I think that's, that's yeah, that's uh, yeah. self-explaining in a way. But uh, that's, of course, important. And that you start to drive things, you put also resources into mm. to these kind of things and you inspire also rest of organization, for example, to become a mentor. Um, mm. that, that's also an important thing. And I think in Duny, we've been we working with this for a couple of years now, and we have had a lot of people in the company has been a mentor. So that's great. And we also got in people through this yeah. in um, that we employed. So it's been uh, fantastic. Yeah. And I can just uh, really uh, encourage people to do the same thing, yeah. actually. Yeah, that's so cool. But I also I mean, it's been a big progress when it comes to how we look at diversity and inclusion and what part of organization this has been 
uh, organized and, and who has been responsible uh, for, for diversity and inclusion within the organization. And 2008, it was only like a small CSR matter somewhere yeah. out in the organization. But today, I mean, we work with you and other CEOs and boards and investors. So I'm just curious about what do you see in the future that, that pushes this topic so hard? Uh, and and are there any specific trends or forces out there that is is uh, crucial for you to to embrace as a company and specifically for Duny? Yeah, I think it's uh, if you go yeah, back a bit. I think it's part of the culture in a way. What do we want to be as a company? And we we put down a purpose uh, uh, for the company that. Um, yeah, we want to inspire the world to give more than we take. And uh, and of course, we are an industry where we want the people to enjoy good food, mood and well-being and togetherness. And that's for today and also for generations to come then. So I think this is what it all comes down to. And how do we achieve that? And how, I mean, for me, it's important to have a purpose every day when I go to work in a way. So we discuss that a lot. And within all this, then, of course, these questions are so important for us to achieve that actually how do we achieve this we, we want to give more than we take to the world and there's so many aspects in this so this is the driving so i think i like that you put the stake in the ground maybe then we say 2030 we're going to achieve a lot of things this is where we're going so yeah. we have a straight uh, way here where we're going i think that's key for us as a company and then of course we we've done a lot of great things and i think we it's it's all about people of course and that people feels that they they uh, want to do this engage in this and i think we have fantastic people we have started to do an inclusion board now and and people are signing up of course and ambassadors in this and discussing it and so on and we are yeah, using winning temp, for example, to, to measure discrimination and, and bullying and so those kind of things. But I don't think it's so much about that you have a KPI number or index, no. actually. It's it's more about having the discussion and, and actually highlight yeah. things. So finding a tool where you get things uh, popping up in a way that people feel something and I don't like this and I, I feel discriminated or whatever it is, that's when it comes to the managers, of course. So we mm. need to train the leaders in this and all that. Mm. So I think this has been uh, really important for Duny uh, yeah. to, to drive. Yeah, and you talk some now about the tools yeah. you use. How do you, I think many are curious about this diversity board that mm. you are, are planning for, or you already set it up. Yeah, we, yeah. Uh, we set it up exactly yeah. and started. Uh, and, and it's a team from... Um, from many, many different countries. And we are an international company. And I know when we started to talk around the CEO's uh, yeah, 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 engagement that uh, we found this team in a way that worked on this, that my, my in a way, yeah, uh, thinking around how do you act like an international company? You are in 24 countries, for example, and how do you, do you manage this? And that's an interesting thing, of course, because we have different cultures and so on. And, and I think a lot of companies just have maybe how do you include everyone you have in your company today in a way and, and then start to drive mm. from there. So uh, that's uh, that was what, one of my things in the beginning. I yeah. was a lot around, I know. Uh, and, uh, and that has been fun. one of the biggest challenges since the legislation is so different yeah. in, in different countries and and uh, the cultures in different countries yeah. uh, and so on. But yeah. Are there any other challenges you think or or that you have 
face uh, starting this. A lot of this. challenges, uh, of course, in this, yeah. uh, I think. But I think the main one is, is maybe, yeah, get people, uh, um, in a way, aware of these mm -hmm. things. Because in a way, it's, it's, it's uh, basics, it's natural. Yeah. I mean, how do you treat people in a way? <laughs> if you want yes. to to to, to uh, treat people in a good way, you want to include people. You will want to be diverse. I mean, most people want to at least. And uh, but I think that so. But it's more about thinking around it every day. I think, and then you have to be be creating new tools. Maybe meet great uh, forums. Maybe so. I think this include doing inclusion board is a great tool where we include mm -hmm. a lot of people from different um, functions in the company and countries. And yeah. Uh, and that's a really good driver in that and starts and, and of course puts a lot how do we measure it how do we follow up and how do we work with it how do we create training so i think this uh, doing inclusion board is is starting now to put up that we're going to train a lot of people we, we set a target next year 50 percent of the manager will be trained in dni mm. next year and and in 24 all managers should be have been trained in this yeah. So there are sort of things that, of course, you can do, but I think that's a really good, good thing to do, because I think the interaction is the most important thing that yeah. you get people together in a way in, in rooms or teams nowadays or whatever it yeah. is, you get people from different. And I think that's a really fantastic lever because the feedback we get when people are meeting from different areas, functionalities, uh, countries, whatever, it's you, it's a great uh, energy boost for everyone and, and yeah. also, of course, developing for everyone. So that that's a really good thing. That's amazing. And also that makes me very curious about because we meet, not everyone is a yes-sayer. So we meet a lot of no-sayers mm -hmm. and I guess there are some no-sayers within Duni Group too. <laughs> it's everywhere, yeah. but how... What do you think are the keys to bring the no-sayers over? Or do you have to do that? Do you, or, or do you have to accept that there, are always, there will always be no-sayers? Or how do you make sure to bring those over on the positive side? Are there no sayers? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> now I'm very positive, you know, and, and open. Yeah. yeah. But but I have yeah, it's it's strange to be a no say to to in a way say I want to include someone else. You know, I take I know. it's great actually. I have these uh, um with um, Marlin who's our people and culture um uh, responsible here and all and so on. We have uh, lunch meetings with um, yeah people who wants to sign up in a way and, and mm -hmm. meet with me and Marlin and so on to discuss things. And it's interesting, we, we, we are, I mean, in the office, we, we are a lot of nationalities here in Sweden, for example, but they came up a thing about uh, feeling included. You know, if you are two Swedish people standing at the coffee machine and the third one comes, doesn't speak Swedish mm -hmm. and our language is, is English. But of mm -hmm. course, if you're too sweet, you speak Swedish. Of course, yeah. it's natural to talk about the weather or whatever. Yep. But that was really good because I felt, yeah, shit, that's a really, I mean, that's a, these kind of small things. How do you include people? Actually, yeah. it's just if you stand there, change to English then and say, how do you do today? Yeah, you're at the coffee. Yeah, I think. And if you start thinking about those things, then you can't yeah. be no sayer. I think it's no. so simple. Yeah, you know, because you don't want to be the one standing there not no. not being included. So. No, exactly. And people feel yeah. a bit, no, I, I won't interrupt someone and so on. So I think that's also, and, and there you need a yeah. culture that's saying, just interrupt in a way. It's fine to interrupt. That's also maybe yeah. a, a learning thing in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a company, I think. Yeah. And it's so important to find those hands-on everyday examples yeah. to make sure people exactly. can really understand it out from their own perspective. Yeah. yeah. 
That is, and it's interesting also you have over Christmas, some people don't celebrate Christmas, of course, yeah. and then they, they, yeah, you have discussion around, that's fantastic, it's so interesting, you, you get it a lot is. of energy around that, actually, so I think, yeah, yeah. I think. And that is the hard one, because how do you manage to, I mean, also celebrate and, and keep mm. traditions that, yeah. that brings diversity also to yeah. the table, that we do things in different ways. No, that's a tough one, yeah. So it's also yeah. complicated thing actually yeah. but but i also know that many are are curious about how to start the journey what would mm -hmm. you say is the like very first step at all uh, to to start the journey uh, with diversity and inclusion mm -hmm. and that, as a ceo I, and as a company yeah and actually uh, yeah in in i think we started with you actually a bit i think that was a little bit of kickoff so i will i think that's a good start to use you or yeah whatever in a way but yeah. i think midleave is fantastic and you are great so it's 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 i think it's a good start to have maybe yeah a kickoff in a way with the management team in a way and start discussing things and it's a journey i think uh, don't feel too stressed about it i think take yeah. it uh, and be open i think transparency i mean uh, talk about things and it's not easy there's no no really answers on everything so it's more about yeah taking step by step in a way I think it's really good to maybe then start to talk about the organization and also discuss a, a bit around it and maybe get some, if you get some ambassadors in a way who, who raise their hand and say, I really want to, yeah, this is something I want to engage in and so on in different areas of the company. I think that's also a good, good thing. I think one of the, I think the most important thing is maybe become a mentor, I think, for someone uh, that that yeah. is one of the best things I've done, actually. So I think yeah, that helps definitely. That's and I think, especially if you have a lot of people in the company who has been a mentor, mm. that also, of course, that's a huge lever in a way to get things going. Yeah. So that I definitely recommend. So the ones mm. who haven't signed up to be a mentor should do that now. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Robert. Yeah. Yeah. We but, didn't but I have to say, this. honestly, it's giving me so much. Yeah. So that's the that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it, I must say, I've been around now for 50 years, but it's still the energy in Mitlid because you get so humble of yeah. the privileges yeah. being born in a country yeah. and understand yeah. the codes and networking processes yeah. and everything. Yeah. But I'm also curious then about, uh, so many organizations want to, to connect the business benefits mm -hmm. to yeah. diversity and inclusion. Yeah. Have you seen any hands-on examples since you started this journey mm -hmm. to the business benefits? Yeah, I'm a bit uh, divided there because in one yeah. thing, I think that this is should be natural. So it should yeah. be yeah part of everything in a way we should I mean, in a way we should be even need to discuss it in a way it should be natural of the cultures of everything. But we need to, of course. So yeah. so uh, but I think I think in general, if you if you're working together with other people who have different opinions, maybe different experiences, different cultures, they're coming mm. from a different angle of things. So if you work in a project, for example, and I think we have a lot of those examples in Duny, yeah. uh, that we've been um, working cross-functional uh, from areas and people coming in from here and there, that helps. And I think it's more about maybe the, I feel it helps the, the, the way, what would you say? Yeah, the country, the company, mm. how we act, how we work and mm. so on, and how we see things, I think it expands people view in a way. Um, 
and, and it's always hard to measure a number. I think we are yeah. in, in the, the society from the 1920s has been very number driven in a way. It's yeah. been this you measure, measure, measure. But I think it's what you do and then the numbers will come in a way. So I yeah. think, of course, you have targets and, and things, but it's more the how that's important. I think start working with these things. I think that's that's the key in a way. Yeah. Um, hmm? That's cool. And and we also always get a question from LinkedIn. Yeah. Uh, our followers there. And and one is wanted us to ask that if you have started this work like 10 years ago, mm. what where would you have been today, you think? Uh, and where will you be in 10 mm. years uh, if you success? succeed I, I think yeah i mean if we had started earlier of course we should have been and and done the same things we should have been 10 years earlier in a way yeah. with that but also maybe it's also yeah timing is one thing as well of course mm. and and how the society works and so on also um but um but i think from 10 years and onwards we will mm. and i think the important thing for us i think if you move more down to maybe how do do yeah, surviving in, in the next hundred yeah. years. How do we how do we cope in the world? I think uh, this is a really important topic for us to how do we get competence in in, Sweden, mm. in 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 our company all over in a way. And and I think today we see that we need to look for people in it, it's fantastic in a way because we we are hiring people from India coming to Sweden, for example. Yeah. We we're hiring a person in Scotland, but I think that person is from India, actually lives in yeah. Scotland, will work for us. And so the world is changing so yeah. much. So I think this diversity, it's a no brainer in a way we need to be. Yeah. We need to be, yeah. So it's all about that as well, I think, as a company. And I think if you are international or global company, yeah, that's the way we've been working. And of course, there are forces in the world, in the world that yeah. wants it to be more protective, uh, but mm. I think yeah, I still believe in that we we are a global world, and that will be the winning winning part part in in the, in the future. So I think that's mm. I think why we will be in a different place in ten years, definitely. Yeah, and what you do now is to create the right prerequisites to to embrace this future. Yeah. But what do you think will happen with the companies that that do not take on this journey? That yeah, do they as they a, always done. Yeah, yeah. I think they will have a hard time to attract uh, yeah. people actually in general. Yeah. yeah, you have to. I can see that we do. I think we we maybe we're not the most sexy company in the world, but we we have a we have a we have a path where we're going. We will yeah. have a vision. We have there we want to go. We want to change some stuff, and we are on a transformation journey here. So mm. uh, and that's really interesting for a lot of people from many places in a way and since we want to do this transformation we need to think differently we need to change the way we work we need definitely to change the way we recruit i think mm. and mm. there i discuss sometimes with the headhunting agency and so on they yeah. need to change because it's interesting you know if someone calls you ah do you have a tip on a person da, da, da. yeah uh, then of course you're in your network and i think that's one thing i i learned from being a mentor here that mm. I mean, the, the networks are very tight in a way, yeah. of course, and, and it's so simple. And, and in a way, you want, uh, we need someone fast in a way. And of course, yeah. you don't think, yeah, okay, no. great. And then you, you, you exclude a lot of uh, options in a way and, and competences. Yeah. So, uh, and since it's, it's, so it's actually a war, I mean, it's a, it's a war around competences in the it future. Is. So I yeah. think that's, uh, 
And how do, how does that makes me curious about how does the, the recruitment companies respond to that? Are they open to expand yeah, I think their they also networks? start to think around their business yeah. model in a way and how they work, of course. And of they course, should. if you just work in a little pool of of, uh, of competence, then it's a problem for the future for them as well. I think so. Yeah, that will be an interesting um, way. Yeah. So, if you would choose one. Uh, one key to to other CEOs to start this journey. What would that be? Yeah, oh, sorry. I start with Mitli, maybe <laughs> that's <laughs> a good start. <laughs> no, but I, honestly, it's yeah. it's a really good way to bring in someone from outside. It doesn't have yeah. maybe to be Mitli, but someone in the in the management team. I think start there in a way. Yeah. I think that that's key, and 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 then I think it's to be don't be scared in a way. Talk around yeah. things. And and uh, you can't go wrong. I think there's no, no. wrong. So you test, try, fail uh, in a way. Fine. It's. Uh, I think. Yeah. I think sometimes we've been too scared. Maybe. Yeah. You've been tiptoeing a little bit around things. Yeah. Um, and that's. Um, I think. Yeah. Yeah. We did. Maybe this wasn't the best choice. Maybe to do. No. But we learned, and then we move on in a way. Yeah. yeah. It, I it, love it, that. It, that is a very good key. I think because yeah. there is very a lot of political correctness yeah. around this topic and. Yeah. And sometimes you prefer not to do anything than no. start the journey and, and be open to fail. So that's a really, really good tip. Mm. And transparency, I think. We live in yeah. a time where we cannot hide anything anymore. So we no. need to, to create transparent processes and yeah. be open that ev not everyone is perfect, but we no. do our best <laughs> mm. exactly. to get there together. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. I love that, Robert. Thank you so much, Robert and uh, keep shining and um, and uh, i love to wrap this up by saying that we have to be the change we want to see in the world so uh, let's let's keep shining and uh, thank you so much and uh, yeah good luck with your diversity and inclusion progress for doing yeah. group yeah thank you and thanks for having me yeah thank you so much yeah thank you <laughs>